Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faithwork and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faithwork Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't it joyful to be in the house of God? When we go to heaven, this is all that we are going to do. We are rehearsing what we are yet to do. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you can't watch, we have a big problem. Because in the heaven, even the flowers are going to sing. Hallelujah. The flowers are singing. The stones are singing. <laughs> in the Ramasutia. All of a sudden, I'm seeing a lot of fire in the room. A lot of fire. The Holy Spirit is going to fall on many of you right now. He is going to fall on many of you right now. You know, when the Holy Spirit came, they received power. <laughs> they started speaking languages that they've never spoken before. You know, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you become weird. <laughs> you become a strange person. <laughs> Hallelujah. You become like a fool to the world. Because you carry his presence that the natural mind and the natural thinking cannot even comprehend. I see he came as the light of this world and darkness couldn't comprehend. Hallelujah. In the Rabadosi. Open up your Bibles to John chapter 1. I've been dealing with the ass of the apostles and I'm sure by the time I'm done you should be able to be having your own acts. Hallelujah. Let's start from verse 1. We'll see, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through Him and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness. And darkness did not comprehend it. Hallelujah. <laughs> you see, I mean, we've been dealing with the ass of the apostles. We dealt with grace and truth. Now we are dealing with the word and the spirit. Hallelujah. 
the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God. But see, the word was created through him. And nothing was made without this word. Hallelujah. In him is life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And darkness. Let me tell you something. If darkness can comprehend you. Then you are not in the light. If the world can understand and appreciate you. Then you are not in the light. Because those who are in the light. Darkness cannot understand them. Darkness can't comprehend them. Comprehension is what? Understanding, right? Hallelujah. Jesus brought grace and truth. He also brought the word and the spirit. He said that he is the word. In the beginning, he was the word. And he became the light of men that whoever behold the light will see a different person. Hallelujah. Let's read further. Verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. Hallelujah. That all through him might believe. Verse 8. He, John, was not the light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. 9. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. Hallelujah. How come his own did not receive him? Or see, he cared for his own. He said, I am the light of the world. And when I come, darkness can't comprehend. But unfortunately, when he came, those who knew the word, they thought they knew him. But they didn't know him. How? The Pharisees, they knew the word. But see, he came for his own. But his own knew him not. Can you not know the word standing right next to you? After you have read the scriptures and you know the scriptures, you know all the law, and the law was giving birth to this word, but yet the word was standing right next to them, but they were blind. Let me tell you something Jesus is the word. Hmm? But the word can never do anything for you unless it is backed by the spirit. Do you understand? They were reading Jesus by the letter. The Bible says the letter kills. Is it the spirit? That gives life. So when the word manifests itself to become flesh, they couldn't comprehend him. They didn't understand. They couldn't even identify. See, he cared for his own, but his own did not see him how could you see Jesus and you don't see him meanwhile you are holding him which is the bible 
Is that not strange? Don't be blind. Hallelujah. Don't be. Let's continue to read the scripture so you understand some few things. Okay. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave them the rights to become children of God to those who believe in his name who were born not of blood. Highlight it. Not of blood. Not of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of man. But of God. Hallelujah. Verse 14. <laughs> and the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace. And truth. Verse 15. John bore witness of him. And cried out saying. This is he. Of whom I said. He will come after me. Is preferred before me. For he was born before me. He was before me. And of his fullness, we have all received the grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten son who is in the bosom of the father, he has declared him. Ask yourself, how come the teachers of the law, they couldn't identify Jesus? The word was, and the word became flesh and they dwelt among us you know the scriptures you are being anointed to be a Pharisee who knows the logos who knows the scriptures and he can quote from Genesis to Malachi and he can give you details and teachings but yes when the, the, the Bible manifested into flesh they couldn't comprehend him because they were still in the dark. I said, darkness can't comprehend those who are in the light. Wow. But how come John? He. How come John was able? John said, there's somebody coming among us. And this person coming among us, he is preferred before me. And he was able to identify him. What's the difference? What's the difference? You can be in the church and know the Bible, but you may be dead. You can know everything. You can quote and quote, but you may be dead. Hallelujah. Look at John. John was in the wilderness. John was not eating any, any glorified food like the Pharisees. John, you not find John even in the temple where he, he sits on the high places. John was in the bush. But yet, when the Son of Man came, he was able to bear witness. And the Spirit of God spoke to him and said that the one of whom the dove will rest on, he is the one. And he saw the, the word. While those who were reading the letter couldn't find the word. If you want to know God, eh? go to the author of the word. And the author of the word is the Holy Spirit. 
Say there's an author. Won't you be a say? Go to the author, right? I felt sorry for those who were. The, the, the sad thing is that they they knew the word. They follow Christ even at a point. The if if you read uh, John six verses three, or let's say start from verse forty, when Jesus was telling them that look, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no eternal life. And they have followed Jesus. They didn't, they didn't understand him. They were like, ah, how can we eat your flesh? And how can we drink your blood? And I feel like, oh, you are taking us to cannibalism. They didn't understand him. That's what I said. The darkness cannot comprehend. Listen, if you only follow the Bible only without the spirit, you'll be in darkness. Because you see Jesus right before you, but you know you not see him. Hallelujah. I see if you eat my flesh <laughs> and you drink my blood, if you don't do this, there'll be no life in you. And we're like, oh, this is a hard saying. Hey. And many of his disciples, they were many, they all left him. Why? Because they were in darkness. And I say, darkness can't comprehend. And later when he was teaching, he said that, you people, you came. But those who have stayed are the ones God has actually brought you to me. And he has a 12. Do you also want to go? And he says, no, how can we go? That's Peter. You have the worst of eternal life. How did, Peter, how did Peter get to know this? Because the Spirit had already revealed to Peter that you are the Son of God. As a flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. It's the Spirit that revealed this to you. So Peter knew who he was following. While the others who have studied the Bible didn't know. Do you know we have New Testament for us? Is? Do you know that? Everything they know is supposed to be in the Bible. Anything different, they don't believe. That's what I feel sorry for those who say they can't pray in tongues. Somebody was saying, oh, I don't like the church that say fire, 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 and do pay, 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 because you are dead. You are in darkness. Hallelujah. Because you are in darkness. There are so many things that the Holy Spirit is able to open us, open to us. I say, open up your mouth wide and let me fill it. And we have closed our mouth. Do you know what we are looking for? Balcony tilapia. Gobe. Onbienum na gobe na ope. You are not looking for power. Listen, Acts 1 verse 8. I said, you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit come upon you, when you have power, what, what, what else can't you do? Huh? When you have power, again, I want to give us our power. The power can get you food, can, can give you everything that you want. Or seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. All other things shall be added. When you have power, all other things is easy. It will be on your feet. 
Look at John 14. In the rabbis social, in the rabbis and the andoroba. Verse 15 to 18. I say, if you love me, you keep my commandments, and I'll pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. The Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. Did you see that? Because they neither what? See him nor what? Knows him. But you, you know him. For he dwells in you. And he will be in you. He said, I will not leave you orphans. Hallelujah. Let's move to uh, chapter 16. You see, Jesus, who is the word, he left us with the helper. Hallelujah. I know it's good to preach Christ, 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 Christ. It's good. Hallelujah. But many have gotten into errors by always preaching Christ. How? Because they ignore the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is supposed to lead us to Christ. See, John was leading us to who? To the Word, which is Christ. And Christ also led us to who? The helper, the Holy Spirit. And the, the good news is this. The, the John who is supposed to bear witness and the Holy Spirit is also supposed to bear witness. Or say, when the Holy come, come upon you, you shall be a witness to me. So, John is on the left. The Holy Spirit is on the right. And Jesus, the word, is in the middle. <laughs> and he said something. He said that, except you are born of water and the Spirit, you cannot be saved. You see that? Because John is supposed to lead you to the word. And the word is leading you to the spirit. But both of them have the same assignment. Bringing you into Christ. So you can't go and start with only Christ. Without the two. It's a revelation. Thank you. So John 16 verse 7. Nevertheless. I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Woo. Why should that be advantage? The man who has come to bring life. Why would he say, say it is to your advantage that I go away? For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Hallelujah. Hey, this is what the Spirit is able to do. A young man called me. In fact, he sent me WhatsApp. He said, Daddy, I have a big problem with you. I said, why? What is it? He said that, I don't like the way you preach. And I was like, okay, why? Because 
you preach, you don't preach good news. Because the Bible says you go and preach the good news. But you don't preach good news. All that you preach is that you are going to hell. And if you don't go to heaven. See? The person is relying on the Christ in the middle. Ignoring the two witnesses. Or see, the Holy Spirit will convict the world of sin. And he will also convict you of righteousness and also judgment. My message should not only talk about what Christ came to do. He was, I have to tell you about the judgment after that. If I give you only good news, I tell you, do you know why? Because good news God is love because of that come to him and do whatever you want to do eh? that's not the work of the Holy Spirit also when the Holy Spirit come upon you what did he say he will convert the world of sin and he will do what <laughs> end of righteousness end of judgment and Jesus, let the Holy Spirit didn't only come to give you the righteousness or say, I'll convict you. That's what somebody told me. Oh, the Holy Spirit does not commit of sins. He will remind you that you are righteous. I'm so boy. You are lying. Or say, of sin, of righteousness, and judgment. You think Christ just came and without judgment, the only good news is that there is no judgment. All the world is saved because Christ has come. Sin is no more. And he sent me a long, whole many scriptures to confirm what he was saying. I tell you, sometimes you may have the scriptures, but you may still be in darkness. Holy Spirit can give you just one word. It will nullify 10,000 scriptures. Yeah. Just one word. Verse 9. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Verse 12. I still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now however when he say when he when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Hallelujah. I will never forget this scripture. And some of you, please, let this be in your head. Jesus says something. Say, I have so many things. That's why he says that it, it, it will be to your advantage. If I go away. Because he knew, say, everything he was doing, he was limited. Jesus couldn't preach all his messages. No. Jesus did not teach us everything. No. But as when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. 
So if the Bible was written even after Jesus died and everything else did not matter, what would have happened to us now? Jesus was healing the sick with the hem of his garment, right? Peter's shadow was healing the sick. It was unscriptural, was it? It was never written. Jesus never healed the sick with his shadow. But Peter did. When the spirit of truth comes, he guided you all things. The things Jesus didn't do, you are going to do them. I said that greater things shall you do. Last week, the Lord was healing with what? Perfume. Did Jesus do that? In one of our programs, the Lord, my shadow healed a gentleman. You remember? I told him to follow my shadow and walk in it. And he was healed. Did Jesus do that? So, is it unscriptural? Did Jesus say fire? Did Jesus say pay, pay, pay? So, when I do pay, is it unscriptural? You see, those who criticize, they have not come to know the spirit of truth. When the spirit of truth comes, he will make you do things that men may think that you are crazy. Because let me tell you, men cannot comprehend. Our brother Michael went to Accra and he was with somebody who knows the word. He said, I don't believe in churches that say pay, pay, and yes, say fire, fire. I don't even understand them. But the person knows the word. It is when you say darkness cannot comprehend. No, they may know the word, but they still have the veil in them. Their eyes are still closed. just like the Pharisees the word was standing right before them but they didn't know that he knew them not this is what I wanted to break out from break out from ignorance when we preach about what Christ can do but we are unable to demonstrate what Christ can do I thought that was an error Let's see what Jenya meant to me today. Oh, yeah. And it's enough. About God will bless you. But you don't see the blessing. It's enough. About God will heal you. And there's no. Oh, God is able to perform miracles. He's able to do exceeding abundantly. But we don't see it. We only know it in words, but not in demonstration. And he said that the kingdom of God is not in word only, but in the demonstration of his power. That is it. Now you go to church, the church is still saying, the latter, the, the, the house of the latter, or the latter glory, shall be what? Greater. Now come to church. What is so great about coming to church? We are in a hurry to go home. We are not ready to see the power of God. We are not ready to see him manifest. Yet so when we are going to eat mutu, that's it. Then where is the glory of the latter house? If the old testament, that was the ministry of death, if this time you have received the ministry of life, this one Paul said is the most glorious. 
if it's glorious why are we doing services the same way like the orthodox the same way like the pharisees they go and do their sacraments in the church and they go home you don't see the demonstration of the power of god why i've asked god these questions many times and i said father if you're going to use me take me out of this bondage because I cannot preach the Christ I do not know. You know, sometimes some of you, some of you, we get frustrated, we preach, we don't see the miracles, and then somebody will tell you, you cannot use your experience as a doctrine. Why not? Why not? It was Paul's experience that has become a doctrine. It was Peter's experience that has been in the Bible that has become a doctrine. And now, it was Jesus' experience of the father and the spirit that has become our doctrine what is your experience to become a doctrine for you so when the holy spirit comes we will experience him in the diverse ways and diverse ways my doctrine is what god has put me to do may be different from yours we are not called to do the same thing hallelujah and they will tell you, oh, unless three scriptures are confirmed. No, 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 no. It's not the truth. The Holy Spirit is my confirmation. <laughs> Let's read that. Verse, verse 14. Oh, see, he will glorify me. For he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take off mine and declare it to you. Look at what the work of the Holy Spirit is doing. The Holy Spirit didn't come to ignore Christ. He didn't come to ignore the word. But he said that he will take what is of mine, which is the word, and I'm going to declare it to you. So somebody who opens the bible in the lens of the word you know deeper things than somebody who just read the bible because i've read about a point i gave myself a target said so i'm using two months to complete the whole bible and i succeeded but i got nothing i was just reading but it becomes a mere book But when the Spirit comes in, recently the Lord showed me, I think about a week ago, the Lord showed me something. I was, with, I was with a lot of people, some group of men and women, and I was telling them that, look, one, if any of you are about to die, the Lord will show me. And they were like, yes, we believe you. The Lord said, the Lord took me out of that place. And I was standing somewhere and I looked into the sky, and the sky turned into red. And it was flashing. Then I saw a scroll coming out of the, of the clouds. And the Lord said, command the scroll to come to you. And I commanded the scroll and just came just like that. It was open to me and I was reading it. Ezekiel's scroll, the Lord told him to chew it and swallow it. Mine has been given to me to open and read. 
Ezekiel may be powerful, but I also have a different anointing. Man is to remind us not to chew. <laughs> and when the Holy Spirit is ministering to you, sometimes I tell you, when I'm reading the scripture, sometimes it's like I'm watching a movie. Sometimes he takes me into the scenes. Hey, may the Lord give you that experience. Read the Bible, partner. Egyptians, no HAC, and not Okaho. This can only be possible with the Spirit. Or see, He will take what is mine and He will declare it unto you. The Holy Spirit is not declaring nothing to you. Let it be, you are referring back to the logos, the all thing I actually want to Yeah. <laughs> Some of you have seen so many miracles in this house. I say, But first, Napoleon is super. The hem of his garment is perfume miracle here. shadow miracle here. handkerchief miracle here. miracle here. Some of you, it's nothing new to you. Is it? And yesterday, a Muslim woman called me. I've been praying with you. Ah. Ah. I've been praying with you on radio. I see that, Chala, you people, you are totally different. And I want to come to church. Let me tell you something. If we do not only brag about the word, but we demonstrate the word, let me tell you something. It got to a point in Acts of the Apostles where those who practiced charms, they came and brought out their books and gave it to the apostles, burned them. When the Muslim is sick and you go to the Muslim and you say, hey, rise up and walk. He's not going back to Kremu. But we only give them the word without confirming the word with signs and wonders. Just just the word, the word. That's a fool of some of the teachers. Oh, uh, the word. Oh, you have to take the word. You have to believe the word. Let me tell you something. The word is not enough. Power is everything. Because it's through the power the word will be made manifest to you. Also, you shall heal the sick. But you cannot just go and heal the sick. You need to receive the power of the Holy Spirit to enable you to heal the sick. Don't just say, oh, I have to preach the gospel. It doesn't work like that. I see you take what is mine and declare it unto you. So I can remove my shoe. Are you sick? Wear my shoe. And you'll be healed. <laughs> I see the glory of the latter house. So I'll be greater. In this church, we will demonstrate the glory of the latter house. We need to come out of our shells and demonstrate the goodness of the Lord. We know him. I say, came for his own, but his own know him not. I feel sorry for those who have come to him, but they don't know him. 
Some of you have not even experienced him. The Lord has been revealing some few things to me recently. And this morning, my wife even confirmed that. You see, because of my ministry, I'm, I'm called to be always a battle with Satan. Some of you have already seen it. I'm always in the Right? Because the Lord showed me that the witches in this city, every night they meet, they mention my name. Because I'm here every week destroying their work. I'm delivering people. I'm here on Sunday. I'm here on Wednesday. I'm here on Friday. I'm on radio delivering people. So every time they meet, they mention my name. They find ways and means to kill me. To stop me. <laughs> and the Lord revealed to my wife that they, they want to kill you. But she saw it. I was like, before this ministry was given unto me, they tried, but they failed. How much more now that I have been anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit? Then you have to kill God. Then you have to kill God before you can have access to me because I am in Him. I'm inside Him. about eight or nine years ago a gentleman who was a pastor was a prophet who saw that my poster was on my wall gone too soon I wasn't a pastor but I knew what the Lord have said and I know see, you see when the spirit of the Lord has not manifest himself to you through his word you just merely say some things me I know him I don't know only the word I know him personally and when the pastor was, he waited for me. I came on at 11 p.m. He waited for me to tell me. I saw going too soon. And I said, what, did, what else did the Lord tell you? I said, this is all I saw. And I was like, look, Psalm 91 verse 16. With long life, he will satisfy me. And I'll show you my salvation. If I die, that the God has lied to me. Nobody can kill me. Unless God himself raptures me. Do you understand? And let's not be preaching for long. I started preaching him. In fact, we stood there for like an hour. And I was preaching him. I said, are you a pastor? I said, I'm not. Because, look, the ministry that we have been called to do if I want to solve your problems, I will need the power of God to do it. And when I demonstrate the power of God, demons tremble. And when the, the agents of Satan, when they meet, you are wanted. But should I be afraid? No. Why, Why should I? Pay. <laughs> hey. That's why some of you, they are afraid of you. Oh, you don't know? Yeah, some of you, it's, it's, it's a sign of victory. But you don't know that. Hallelujah. 
Kahaida Sote Indarabadabado Sahaya. I see he will declare what is mine and what give it to you. Acts chapter 14. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting. A cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped up and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices. Hallelujah. Say in Laconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Can you see that? He is preaching his preaching oh, somebody who is weak. You see, it is not enough to preach. There is more to preaching. There is more to just giving you words. If I believe in what I'm preaching, I have to demonstrate what I'm preaching. How can I say that God can heal you from your sicknesses and I pray for you and nothing is happening? Nah. He was preaching somebody who was crippled. He screamed, rise up and walk. Why did he have that faith? Sometimes, sir, and yet it's how. Why are you But if you know whom you serve, you know the power you carry. You know Elimas, the sorcerer, Right? When Philip preached to him and he saw the demonstration of God's power, he also believed. Now listen. He believed, right? And he followed Philip. Wherever Philip was going, he was following him. And then later, Paul came to join them. And when Paul came, he realized that all those who have believed through Philip had not received the Holy Spirit. Though they followed him, they had not received the Holy Spirit. It means that they didn't have power. So when Paul started laying hands on them, they started receiving power. The Holy Spirit came upon them, except Elimas, the sorcerer. <laughs> Why? Because the history of Elemas the sorcerer is that he was using sorcery and charms to do wonders and people thought that he was from God. So when he saw the difference between his power and that of the apostles, he went and pretending that as if he was, has believed. Why? He was going to tap into the power so he can continue and do wonders like Agrada. 
Hallelujah. It's true. Who are fetish priests? Just name your fetish priests. Don't come to church. You must not say something more kind. Or say, they say, Mama, partner, a friend, or no. To me, it's your go back to Agrada. Honor to me, because I conform or board, we are Unsro. Because a pastor, pastor, an evangelist, pastor, to me, be any. What has more? Elements de Nibia. Of who said, Obe Bia Sorina, he will receive the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit doesn't come like that. So, Elements the sorcerer, he was following Philip, hoping that the Holy Spirit will come upon him. But after Paul laid hands on all of them, every one of them received except him. Then he put some cash and gave to him. Even now, it was actually it was Simon. There were two sources. One is Elemas. One is Simon. It's actually Simon. It was Simon who paid the cash. Simon paid cash. Then Peter said, to hell with your money. Do you think the grace of God, the power of God, and the Holy Spirit is received by bribery? You're coming to bribe me to give you Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. The same with, see, this Elemaz guy, eh? when Philip was bringing to the proconsul, he wanted to resist him. And he said, you shall be blind. And he became blind. Ah. But Jesus was opening the blind eye. Eh? But Paul was, was rather closing somebody's eye. How can this work? Oh yeah, because Paul, Paul did was wrong, right? But this was a sorcerer. By the name of Elemas. Was putting impediments, stumbling block in their way. I see you, the son of the devil. You shall be blind, and he became blind. You can suffer the virgin not to live. We we to pay pair. People don't understand because Jesus didn't do that. Jesus was only preaching the gospel and bringing the good news. So he said, "Love your enemies," and you you are praying against your enemy. Elemas was he an enemy, or he was a friend? He was an enemy, but he became blind. You see, when you look at the Bible in the lens of the letter, you die. You die. Or see, it's the spirit that gives life. And the flesh profits nothing. If you want to be nothing, continue. Continue and read the letter without the Holy Spirit. He will never declare what is yours to you. Never. Hallelujah. Bow down your hearts. You see, I teach you some of these things so that even in your office, you don't just stay in your office as just an ordinary worker. You are there to demonstrate the power and the goodness of the Lord.
Torah says, out of our belly shall flow the rivers of living water. You see, when he said that, if, if you have the spirit of the living God, when water flows through you, everything that is dead will come back to life. Praise the And why? Understand your focus. Sometimes it, it, it's our focus. Many, I know people who have gone to Achia, gone to the mountains for so many years. What are they looking for? They're looking for the power. They're looking for Adam. But you see, some of them, their hearts are like uh, uh, Simon the sorcerer. Nakuma, Simon the sorcerer. It will no matter how much you have stayed there, the power is not coming because your motive is wrong. Pray that the Holy Spirit help you. That you don't come to church as a mere man. There is coming a time that even in your office, somebody will fall down and you demonstrate the power of God. And they will say, Say, Akwawe, he is a God. When the Spirit come upon you, you are not like a mere man. You are carrying the Godhead, the God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, God, the Father. Welcome to Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faith Work, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for our Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for our prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries.